Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Billy the Bat Boy's Corner is presented by Up On Game Presents. The podcast feed features a diverse lineup of shows featuring entertaining and authentic personalities with unique perspectives and opinions driven by sports and pop culture. Among the programs are conversations with a legend with LeVar Arrington, Stay A While with Tommy Vincent, Pity Left Hook, Straight Facts, what are those? Business of Esports and Billy the Bat Boy's Corner, which is available on iHeartRadio and everywhere podcasts are heard. I'm Billy Pinckney, and today we're joined by Detroit Tigers prospect Andre Lipsius. Andre, thanks for coming on. Of course. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, now during your college days, you played at the University of Tennessee. You want to talk about the experience that you had playing there? Yeah, um, Tennessee, I mean, of course, it's an SEC school, so the competition itself was great. But Tennessee, as a college standpoint, was awesome. You know, the environment in Knoxville is, you know, very homey. It's, uh, they kind of embrace you, especially going to Tennessee. It's, it's an awesome experience to be a volunteer there in Knoxville and um, on top of that, the coaching staff uh, during my career was incredible. I mean, the uh, the new staff that came in that's there now was just so helpful in my development. And they know what they're talking about and all they want is for you to succeed. So it was, I had a great experience being there. And I know a lot of guys coming out of there are going to be successful in not just baseball, but in life because they teach you a lot of things that you do need in the real world. So I'm very thankful for my time at Tennessee. Right. Now, quite a few guys came out of that school and were drafted by the Tigers as well, right? 
Yeah, uh, we had Ross Kivett, which is actually part of the staff now. Um, we, to the Tigers, I mean, we had a couple other volunteers, but for the most part, are you talking about from my draft class or in general? In general. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of guys got drafted out of that system that they were in. I mean, they, that's what I'm saying. They know what they're talking about. And from a development standpoint, they any type of player that goes in there is going to be a better player coming out. So I think they do a really good job in developing people and getting them ready for the next level. And, you know, uh, I think that they're a great staff to have there and they uh, they deserve the credit that, they, uh, that I'm giving and all that. For sure. Now, you also majored in nuclear engineering. Do you feel that those experiences have enhanced your ability in baseball in any way? Yeah, I mean, uh, engineering in general, and especially when you go into detail like nuclear, aerospace, or any of those things, um, the main thing is problem solving. And in baseball, people don't realize as much as they should that there's a lot of problem solving, whether it's, um, you know, when to tag up on fly balls, when you should stay off. Uh, reading different plays and all that stuff. So I think problem solving helps me with my baseball IQ. And I see myself as a, as a high baseball IQ guy. So in that aspect, yes. And then on, on top of it, when you have a problem within your swing or something like that, you, um, thinking about your swing, you go through different steps. I mean, is it this? Is it that? If it's not, move on. If it is, okay, you found a solution. So it's that engineering background and math background, I think helps me in in terms of, you know, understanding that there's a problem, not freaking out, and then being able to find a solution. Right. And I'm sure that also includes the mental side of the game, too. You're pretty pretty big in, on that as well, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm very big on the mental side. I think that's uh, um, an aspect of the game that people don't recognize as much. They're starting to more now, but the mental side is huge. I mean, especially in pro ball, when you go over four one day, it's the ability to bounce back the next day and, and – uh, and not go over four again, I guess. But, um, you know, that aspect of the mental game, I worked on so much and same, same thing. The coaching staff helped me there at Tennessee and, and learning more in pro ball is you just got to, you know, figure out how to keep your head on straight, have a positive attitude and keep doing what you're doing to be successful. So, I mean, that mental side, I think is very underappreciated. And I think that a lot of people could could benefit from either having a male coach or just understanding where they're at mentally uh, to help them succeed. Now, how have you cha- challenged your you know your mental ability to play the game? Are there any methods that you go through to really lock that in and get things fluid in your brain? Yeah, I mean, for me, um, I'm big on consistency in terms of you know, day in and day out, having the same mental space and then as well as workload. So for me uh, to keep my head on straight, it's doing the same thing every single day that I know has shown success for me in the past, whether I'm 0 for 20 or 20 for 20. So being able to get my head on straight is being consistent because, you know, when you're in a routine and you're doing well, um, you know it's successful. So then when you get out of that routine, that's when things start to fall off a cliff. So um, for me, routines are really big. Another thing is visualization when you're in the on-deck circle or before, that's another uh, concept that's coming along more. But, you know, your your brain's very strong in, the, in terms of you tell it to do something with your body, your body will figure out a way to do that, what's visualized in your mind. So um, that 
you know, just for instance, you're hitting off a tee and you just tell your mind, don't think about your swing, tell your mind, I want to hit a line drive to the back of the cage. Chances are your, your body's going to figure out a way to do it. Right. So, um, that, that aspect for me has helped me a lot in terms of routines and visualization. Uh, there's a lot of other, you know, aspects of mental, the mental side that, um, I go through and, you know, it, whether it's just understanding where I'm at understanding how my body's feeling, understanding all these different aspects that can go into swings, go into how you're playing. And so that's what I do. And I, I take a lot of pride in doing that because I think it's very important, especially for me. Um, not the most uh, gifted, aesthetically pleasing baseball player. If that, <laughs> if you can understand what I'm saying there, but I, I think I have a lot of attributes that add to the game of baseball that I don't think enough people um, uh, appreciate. Right. I mean, the mental side is definitely an underrated part of this game. And I think more and more people are starting to recognize that now. And hopefully more and more younger athletes, you know, as they get older, they, they really utilize it a lot more. And, uh, and I also yeah. want to go back to talking about your time at Tennessee. You started out there as a first baseman, then moved to shortstop and third base. So what led to the switch in positions? And I'm sure with the experience at multiple positions, it'll make you more valuable as you go forward with your career. Yeah, so when I showed up, I was, you know, I don't want to say fat, but I was not in shape as I should have been. Um, and there was a senior-led infield, super senior-led infield. We had a couple guys, Moberg, Rogers, and then uh, Max Bartlett at short. So it was a senior-led infield on the whole infield besides first base. And I, I found a spot at first base and I was willing to play anything just to get playing time. So that's um, one of the reasons why I played first. Maybe, you know, maybe uh, they wanted to play those older guys because they'd had experience, uh, whatever it was. And then my sophomore year came in. I thought I was going to be, you know, third base, maybe shortstop. But I hadn't played shortstop in a year and a half or so. And I mean, I, I showed up and I won the job at short. Um, I did what I was supposed to do, and it was just hard work and consistency that that got me that spot. And um, from there, we had a guy that fit better at short um, my junior year, so we put him at short, and I was able to, you know, adapt and be able to play another position. So I think that's really important, being able to do what's asked of you based on the circumstances of the team. So if the team, you know, needs a second baseman like I played most of the time in, in low A um, I can play second base if you need me to play third I'll play third base if you need me to play short I'll play short so it's it's the ability to not let those things also affect your mental state you know and my junior year I was lucky I didn't play I played every single game at third base so I didn't have to do any mid-season switching but at the same time, I have the confidence because I put in the work at all those other positions that I can play those positions well. So um, having that and that versatility, I think, is going to be important for me, too. Um, not knowing exactly where I'm going to be or where I'm going to go. It's just whatever team I'm on. If they need that position, I'm there. If I be out the other guy, I'll, I'll be there. So it's just wherever, you know, wherever I can be and, and play. I, I don't really care what position I'm at as long as I'm playing. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Yeah, I mean, I was watching some video before of you making some great plays in the infield. What are some are there some drills or things that you work on in the offseason to keep those skills up and really enhance your game in the field? Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. It's putting in the work. So I do a lot of one hand stuff because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think one hand is very important, um, especially at third base when you don't have that much time to, to move. It's you got to just catch it. So. That was one of our mottos at Tennessee was just catch it. So we did a lot of one-hand stuff, a lot of, um, you know, on your knee work, short, short bat, short, um, whatever it's called, short flip hit to you. And then uh, a lot of stuff where you're just moving with your hands. And then on top of that, you got to understand, um, especially in field to get the right hop. Cause if you find that right hop, chances are you'll catch it. So, you know, as a person with, um, average to above average arm strength if you just catch it most of the time as long as you're accurate they're out so you don't you just got to put yourself in good situations in the situation where you have the most success to catch it or the most chance of success to catch it and then once you do that um, you'll get the guy but in terms of off-season work it's it's just making sure you, you don't not pay attention to it I mean a lot of people focus on just hitting and lifting and I think defense is an important role. I mean, hitting's not always going to be there. And if you're not hitting, you better be doing something or you're not going to be playing. So, you know, having that consistency and being able to know how to manage that workload of defense also I think is an important thing for 
for off-season guys and then people that are trying to get their work in even just um, during season. Yeah. Now, in 2019, you played in single-A West Michigan. I'm sure it was a much different environment and transition for you when playing in pro ball your first year. Yeah, I mean, uh, West Michigan was awesome. I, I loved the fans there. I loved the atmosphere. So that was – that league in general, it, it was so much fun to be able to play there. But, I mean, that it's very different. I mean, there's there's all – you know, everything's a show, you know, especially with minor league baseball and all that stuff. Colleges, you're trying to make it to Omaha. And then in pro ball, it's a little more individualized, which is – I think can get skewed because I think that the more you play as a team, the better, you know, you guys will do it. The whole team's winning. Chances are you're not doing bad. So um, I think that's a little bit lacked in terms of mindsets of a lot of people, but it's a lot more individualized. You play every single day, no matter what. So you might get a day off in a month, but I mean, in general, in general, um, you know, that, that aspect of playing every single day is, it's very different from pro ball because you got to understand your body more, um, your swing when you're getting tired, your mental state, all these driving on the road, all these different things that you don't really have to worry about in college. So that aspect, it was tough, but that's bringing back the mental side. I think keeping your mental um, during those different changes is, is a reason why people succeed and don't succeed their first year. Right. Do you feel that the mindset of winning – in the, at the minor league level has been kind of taken away from the players and more focused now on individual players, you know, getting their, their inning limits in and, and just focus on development. Cause I've heard teams, you know, they're in a playoff race championship they're you know, the guys reach their innings limit or, you know, the organization at the top wants something different then they don't care that they're in the championship. They just want to focus on preserving those players for the big leagues. And then they're not, ready for that type of mindset of oh wow now i'm gonna you know be uh playing to win instead of playing you know for my my limit yeah um i think i think it, it to an to an extent it has been taken away um i think if people focus more on winning i think in general they would be more successful so you know, instead of focusing on yourself and am I going to get moved up or am I going to get cut? If you go out there and try to win every day and just try to help your team, chances are you'll find some holes and you'll find, I mean, the game knows always. And um, it, it's just, it, I understand the inning limits and stuff like that because you, you don't want your top guys getting injured. But at the same time, you should always be trying to win because if you lose that, you know, competitiveness is, uh, I'm trying to win, and instead it's now just I'm just going out there just to get my at-bats, just to get my innings. It, you lose it, you're right, when you get to the big leagues, cause, or if you get to the big leagues, because you, you don't have it anymore. So I think it's something that's overlooked because they see all the, you know, they see your stats and then how many at-bats. Okay, this guy doesn't have enough at-bats, put him in there. But no one really looks at, hey, guys, we're we're trying to win, you know? So... To an extent, in the minor leagues, lower levels are a little bit different because lower levels, you're, you're really trying to develop. And development is, is very key. So I understand it in that sense. But once you start getting out of those development stages, I think the focus on winning should come back or at least be emphasized you know, by organizations or um, by teams. So um, to an extent, yes, 
but I understand why they have um, those things in place. Now, last season was canceled, and this coming season will be pushed back. So what have you been doing to stay in shape and continue development to the best of your ability? Yeah, um, I mean, for me, uh, it's it's been a constant getting in getting in the routine. And for me, it's the same thing every day. It's workout, hit, um, do all my, you know, infield stuff, whatever, while I'm hitting and get everything done so that I can keep a mental state. And then it's just kind of doing, you know, doing other things. So you you find things to do, like, I don't know, golf, frisbee, tennis, things to just be outside and keep you, you know, happy. For me, I love sports, so I do all that stuff. Um, and, and it's just keeping your body in shape and, and being able to, to understand that even though we don't have a, an exact date of when we'll be back, um, in your mind, you've got to strive towards something to, to keep you going. Because it's really hard to, you know, especially when the season got canceled, it was really hard, you know, you, you're not training for anything, you know. So it's it was kind of tough um, then, but, you know, after that week of kind of what am I doing, you get back on the horse and you get back on your weightlifting schedule, you get back in the gym hitting and all that stuff. So it's just been finding guys, surrounding, my, trying to surround myself with guys that want and put in that work so that I can, um, improve myself too because when you have guys pushing pushing you around you it's a lot easier to, to get in that work so witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Now you're currently on the Tigers' top 30 prospect list. Have you focused much attention to the list, or you know, as an athlete, do you really not pay attention to it much? For myself, no, because I, I believe higher of myself. But for some of the people I know, I have opinions about people on that list, and you know, so in that sense, I do. Because I'm also, as a math guy, I'm a big statistics guy and all this stuff. So some of the some of the reasonings behind prospect lists, I think, are off um, based on, you know, a lot of different things. But I, who knows? I could be wrong. But um, for myself, not as much because it's, it's really not important. If, you know, at this point, let's say I was a 50, you know, uh, the 50th prospect and the 25th prospect was, you know, above me. If I outwork in him and I have a stronger mouth, say, I believe I can make it to the biggest before he can. So that's why in the, this early in careers, I think prospect lists are useless. Um, I think they're cool to look at. Um, and they're, you know, it's confidence booster at some point. But, you know, overall, it's it's really not important. If if it's important to you, then that's, that's you. But it should, I don't think it should be very important in terms of changing your workload. So I, I think that's why I don't really look at it in terms of for me, because I'm going to do the same thing day in and day out, whether I'm number one or number 100. So for me, it doesn't really change it, but I I like looking at it for opinions of other people just because you like playing devil's advocate. And all that stuff. Right. Now throughout your baseball journey, who have been some figures who have influenced your game along the way? Um. I mean, definitely the coaching staff, I think, from a development standpoint, if you would have, you know, asked me if I would have got drafted in the third round uh, my freshman year, I would have told you there's no way I'll laugh to you. And then, you know, once these guys came in and we started developing, we started talking about swings, understanding swings, understanding what I'm doing defensively, um, understanding strength training, all these different aspects, it made it way more real. Um, of a possibility once you put in that work and when that work was put in swing changed a little bit uh, started seeing a lot more success started seeing all these different things it, it was more real so that from that standpoint um, they were um, very big and then my family's always been there for me because they're big baseball people so so them always supporting my choices you know and kind of tough for parents to say no don't do engineering play baseball so them being supportive was very um very crucial i think in me being able to follow my dream and being able to do this so um you know with those two you don't really need much more i surrounded myself with a good group of friends too so i guess that helps but i mean development wise on the baseball field i can't thank the coaching staff enough at tennessee and then um my family has just been incredible in a few sentences, how would you describe your game and yourself as a player? Um, I describe myself as a ball player, so I'm not, you know, 
may not have all the tools, may not have everything, but I'll go out there and I'll compete and I'll, I'll do what I need to do to win, whether it's the at-bat or the game. So, um, you know, for me, I'm all about competing. And I think that, you know, I'm confident in how much work I put in and the work that I put in is helpful to the point where I'm just in there and I'm in a game and I'm just ready to go. So I feel good. So uh, for me, I, I think I'm a, just a, a ball player with a, with a high IQ and, and I know how, to, how the game works. And the, those, little, those little intangible things that I think a lot of people dismiss, I think I'm good at. So I think that that's what can raise my game above some other people. But, you know, I'm, every day you work on those regular things. You work on your ball flight, all these different aspects. Um, and I'm confident in my abilities and you don't have to have all the tools to make it to the big leagues. There's a lot of guys in the big leagues that don't have all the tools, but they play 16 years in the big leagues because all they do is just go out there and play ball. Mm-hmm. The last question I want to ask you today is what advice you would give to younger prospects, whether in high school or college, who might be going through that process of recruitment or getting drafted? Yeah. Um, I would say self-belief and hard work because, a lot of people are going to tell you that you're not good enough and you just need that one opportunity. And I mean, for me to get into Tennessee, it was one tournament. That was it. And I, and I got in, you know, I didn't have all the offers, anything like that, like a lot of guys do. Um, you just need that one opportunity for someone to believe in you. Someone believes in you somewhere. So keeping that self-belief and knowing that working hard as long as you're working smart, so understanding your workload, you know, t- taking 50 good swings over 200 swings in the cage is, is better. So, you know, understanding what hard work is over just overworking. And then uh, just self-belief and, and keep staying strong mentally. I mean, baseball is a tough sport. So, you know, the, the more positive you can be as a baseball player and as a person, I think you'll be successful in not just baseball, but in life. Awesome stuff. Andre, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I appreciate having me. All right. To all you guys watching, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes to get tickets now.
If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com.